Welcome to HeartSpeak Podcast, episode 169, Precious Gifts of Kindness. Welcome to the HeartSpeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. And I celebrate with you, whether it's the solstice, whether it's Christmas, the new year, whatever you're celebrating at this time, it's a time for birth, a time for new light to enter the earth. It's a time for kindness. And I've just been aware that in certain individuals, it's a lack of kindness. I seem to be fed up of being shamed, blamed, bullied, coerced, told off. This isn't the time for that. It's a time to come together. It's a time for that human milk of kindness to spread. I remember at this time of year, my church that I used to go to as a child. Yes, it was a Christian church, Church of England, but a very, what I'd say, a low church. In other words, I didn't know there was a hell and damnation. I didn't know there was an authoritarian God. All I knew was that our church was connected to our community, to our school, to the people. And it wasn't a hierarchical church. It was how do we serve? How do we come together? How do we look at every person who lives in that community and honor them? We went through all the festivals, the harvest festivals, Easter, etc. But it was always about sharing. It was about the cooperation brings prosperity to everyone. And all I remember is our vicar talking about, let's pray for Mrs. So-and-so who's going through a hard time. Let's pray for Mrs. So-and-so who's having an operation. It was that type of church where people contributed. Maybe we did hear children sing in the front or someone step up with a guitar. It was, what are your gifts that you wish to offer? And I remember one time that our organist, who was a very good organist, was invited to go and play and maybe work at one of the most prestigious cathedrals in the country. And that was the whole service about how we were going to support him, how we were going to get him to this church, who was going to be able to drive him there. And then a little while later, he came back. And we were all told by the vicar, don't say anything. Because where the organ was, was high up in the cathedral. And this poor man did not have a head for heights. So he couldn't do the job. So he came back to our lowly church on the ground level. And that was the way I was brought up. The idea of do unto others as you do unto yourself. Be a neighbor to other people. Be a friend, be kind. And that kindness seems to have dissipated somewhat. It's there, many kind people out there, many people doing something just from the goodness of their heart. But it's also got veiled in distrust and masks. And what do you want? And if I do this, can I have something? That's not who we are. We're part of 
this energy, this natural energy that's flowing at this time, that when we work together, we do bring more light to the world. We do birth new energy. And that's what's happening. And I think back into my own life of moments of kindness towards me. And like you, I've been through many events in my life, highs and lows. But you know, even in those lows, the moments that really stand out were those random acts of kindness, those moments where someone just stepped forward without a need, it wasn't their identity or their career. And I think because my mother died around this time of the year, of her death at very sudden, and how obviously distraught when she died and my family were, I left their home and went to a place where I could have a pizza because I hadn't eaten for a couple of days. And I wasn't crying, I wasn't particularly showing my grief, but clearly the waitress could see I was sad or in grief. She came round and literally gave me a hug and said, how can I help you? What can I do for you? And yes, I probably started crying. But she did it just because she resonated with my energy and wanted to support me. Just as I'm sure many of you and I have done many times in our own life. And I think of times in the hospitals where these random acts would appear. Strangers sitting with other strangers when there was bad news. Someone having the time, taking the time to sit on someone's bed and listen to their story, listen to their sadness or their way of coping with what's going on in their life, their, their confusion, their, their way of just wanting to work through what was happening for them. Someone listening, someone hugging, someone making a cup of tea, which is very common in Britain. And these moments are really important now. And when I go out, if, and I do it not just because I want to spread that kindness, I am recognizing in other people their, their energy, they're wanting to open their heart. So I love it when we smile just spontaneously, when we hug, when we laugh, when we see something that's beautiful or magnificent or unusual, and together we go, oh, did you see that? These are these moments when we lift our frequency. And when we do that, then the universe, the cosmic energy, the spirit world, meet us in that frequency. It doesn't mean you have to be laughing all the time. It doesn't mean you have to be smiling. But when those moments of higher resonance come, that moment of compassion, that moment of coming together in beauty occur, then that's the frequency we bring onto the earth. They, we are met by that frequency. And just to say, sadly, when we are in fear, that's the frequency we bring onto the earth. And that fear is not the opposite of happiness, it's separation. So that when we're in fear, when we're in distrust, we're actually inviting the energy of polarization, of separation, of not feeling loved, not feeling connected. But when we laugh, when we smile, when we connect, we bring in more love. And this time of the year is a time for that to happen. I remember years ago someone saying that on Christmas Eve, 
you can take you know just see this in whatever celebrations you have but the on the eve of a celebration the spirit world come extraordinarily close to us and if we think of father christmas going across the sky on his sleigh with his reindeer i think this that idea came from this idea that at this time angels archangels and spirits are crossing the sky dropping these precious gifts of kindness into our our heart stockings into our hearts and so if you wish for anything at this time let it be that your heart is open and that you receive those gifts of kindness of resonance of new energy and this particular solstice is very different from other solstices usually they last a day or two when the portal because that's what a solstice is it's a, a portal an opening of the skies this veil thinning door opens spirit world enters in the light enters in but on this year it is said it's going to last much longer from December the 15th around to January the 11th. So this is a really special time. Not because it's necessary that we need it, it's because our souls are saying, I am ready, I am awake. Give me the opportunity to come together with others who are like-minded, like-hearted, like-spirited. And let us bring this new energy this kind energy onto this planet at this time. And so whatever you do for the solstice, whether you light candles, whether you light a Yule log, I really suggest that you continue lighting those candles through to January the 11th. And if it is your way around the new year, then maybe also write down what you're ready to let go of, burn it, or pour water onto the earth, put everything that you're ready to let go of into the water and then, and then pour it onto the earth. Any way in which you can say, I am emptying, I am emptying to allow this new energy to come in. And in particular, be kind, be joyful. And I think it's why whatever is going on in the world, and I have been around many sad Christmases because of my work, my own life, my mother died around this time, as I said. But that joy that children, small children experience, not just because they have a present or someone's given them something, but that joy, that expectancy, that is it time? And what I'm saying to all of us, it is time. It is time. Are you ready? Because we've done the work. We've done the hard work. Things aren't going to necessarily get easier. But you can't fall asleep once you've woken up. You can't actually forget, however much you might try. I often think of that, is that once you have become conscious, you can't become unconscious again. And find ways today, tomorrow, next few weeks, to be kind not only to others, but to ourselves. What do we do to be kind to ourselves? I personally like to go and have a nice long bath, sit in front of a fire, put my feet up, don't answer emails for a while. <laughs> I like to go out for walks, not take my phone with me. You know, whatever it is that is work and not kind, 
maybe just give yourself a break from it. Just be kind and ask others to respect that kindness because when they do, they're being kind to themselves as well. Again, I remember at this time going to the Christmas Eve service at midnight at our church. And yes, it was late. And yes, it was probably 1 a.m. when we came out and the bells were ringing. But I thought always of the bells ringing across the world, not, not because of Christianity, but because of joy. You just think of how much celebration comes in when people of like mind lift their frequency for whatever reason, for whatever tradition. But that lifting of a frequency of feeling that joy, that kindness. And yes, we would smile and we would laugh and we'd be offered mince pies in the middle of the night and we'd give each other hugs and we'd hug people, strangers. And there was no fear because there was this unified energy that this has to be good. This has to be the right thing because my heart is open to it. So as we move into that new year, and I'll talk more about that next time, this is really a promise to ourselves to say, what will I no longer allow into my life? And what will I open myself to? What is the kindest thing I can do for myself? What is the most nurturing thing? What will allow me to feel more of that joy, more of that connection, that commitment, that collaboration, that prosperity? Not as an individual only, but as a collective, because this is where we are now. Because at this time, we also have Venus in Capricorn, which happens always at this time of year, but it's going retrograde and will continue retrograde until the end of January. And on the 25th of December, it is conjunct Pluto. And Pluto in Capricorn, as we know, has been turning over institutions, breaking down institutions that do not understand that there is a energy, a natural energy they need to follow. Breaking down institutions that are not living by integrity, by truth, by honesty breaking down institutions, still living on a sort of hierarchical level. This is, the, this is going, this is, this is ending. Not immediately, I have to say. Pluto's getting to the end of Capricorn. It's looking into Aquarius. Aquarius, as I always say, is about self-accountability, self-responsibility, community, not about hierarchy. So when Pluto meets Venus in Capricorn, 25th of December, and around this time, we're going to see more breakdown. And that might not be necessarily in the outer world, but we see it in our own world. Where am I not living in integrity? Where are my relationships not in integrity? Where do I not find that natural order in my relationships? And what does that mean to you? If you watch your garden or your, where you live, the seas, the, the, the mountains, the clouds, things move together, flow together. Some things live, some things die, but it's not aggressively die. And it brings to mind seeing a tree in the middle of the outback in Australia and this huge branch had fallen off. And I asked the guide, why has that happened? He said, because in a drought, different branches will choose to surrender, sacrifice themselves for the rest of the tree to survive. And then the next drought, another branch will fall off and this branch will grow. 
things happen in nature that are not dictated, not mandated. They happen because the collective understands that if we flow with nature, which is very much Venus in Capricorn, a natural, a love of natural order, when we flow with that, then everything happens for all of us. When we're outside the natural order, then things break down. And at this moment, we're right on that threshold, that threshold of being so far away from the natural order, there will be those systems that cannot survive it. And on some level, that isn't anything to do with me or anything else. It's just that that's how the cosmos works. So those things that choose to not be part of a natural order, the collaboration, the prosperity, the kindness, the joy, the love, are starved of cosmic energy. They cannot survive. And that's why so many of us, and I hear it from others, are saying, keep connected to the land, keep connected to Mother Earth. Because it isn't just about, oh, I'm rooting myself in Mother Earth, although as you hear me say, I always know that's very important. But when we watch the moon and through its phases, or we aren't recognize the seasons, and we flow with those seasons, or we actually feel the resonance of the earth under our feet, the heartbeat of Mother Earth, or we resonate with the, the birds that are, some of them are coming into my garden now during this time, some have left, the animals. The more we resonate, connect, harmonize with Mother Earth, the more we are saying, I'm ready to be part of the natural order, the nature order that is part of the cosmic order, the galactic order, the solar order. And then our birth will be nurtured. Our energy will move. We feel that we are spontaneously part of something bigger than ourselves. And synchronicities happen. And those things in our life that are not part of that natural order, not part of our soul's journey, will be starved or just die away. It's not punishment. It's just the way things work. So I bring you back to this moment of kindness. And I hope this is a good time for you. I hope there are many moments of joy. Fill your house with, with song, with candles, with light. Fill your house, even if it isn't a moment where you feel I'm full of joy. Put the, put the lights on. Or if you're living in the Southern Hemisphere, light those candles, don't get too hot but bring song, dance into your life. And as we do that, imagine that wonderful reindeer-led sled full of spirits crossing the skies across the whole world, dropping these gifts of kindness into our hearts. And spend time thinking of, of wonderful, kind experiences that you've had in your life. Both you, you're giving that kindness and receiving it. Think of kindness towards people who are strangers in your life. Those who you sometimes don't feel so kind towards. Offer them that gift of kindness. Because each of us is 
wanting to return to that natural order at this time. Maybe we've lost our way. Welcome back those who are willing to align to the natural laws. And we will be well. So I send from my heart to yours those precious gifts of kindness and I resonate with you, knowing that that's our truth, knowing that's how things work in our world. And I send many blessings and happy holidays, happy Christmas, happy any celebration that you practice and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.